to Sugar Honey Bubble Tea, a podcast where two sugar honey mommies talk about sex, love, and all the fuss. I'm your sugar honey mommy, Ange, and I'm done with men biting them nips. Who told you we like that? <laughs> I'm your other sugar honey mommy, Toby, here to ask the questions we've been asking for four episodes now. Are straight men eating ass? <laughs> you know what? That's literally the, the most ask question ever since intro yeah <laughs> yeah everyone comes up to us and and just ask they ask us that yeah like, they're like when, when are you guys talking about yeah when does yeah. this podcast get dirtier i'm like soon bitch soon <laughs> <laughs> please please do i am i will be intrigued if there is another two asian women podcast that's that's getting dirtier like we <laughs> yeah we, we only talk about explicit content and nothing else <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I will be intrigued. I would love to hear another episode, another podcast of two Asian women talking about so much ass eating. Yeah, please. I mean, if you know, if you know, let us know. I would love to make friends of these people. I would be great friends with them. So the short answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Through experiences, yes, they are. Yes, they are. But the real question is, why? Yeah, why? I ask myself that all the time. Yeah, why? Why uh, do you think straight men are eating ass because they simply like eating ass, or th- or is it's they like the fact that they're giving someone else pleasure? I think they both. like ass. Oh. They they view ass as a sex symbol. I think they mm. find that I think they find that as a turn on, like mm. certain parts of women's body as a turn on. I think I almost see it as like eating ass is a gateway to anal sex. <laughs> right? If I eat her ass, they're testing she's gonna, the water. Yeah, they're testing the water, like dipping their toes in. Yeah. And like if I eat her ass, maybe she will let me do anal. But where does the where does this f- obsession with anal come from? Porn. Right. Wait, I think. Because I've met. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> people that have this fixation on anal. On, on anal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely a thing. I think is is a combination of porn and you know the unknown and the hype. Yeah. The hype of other men doing anal and maybe see I you know what this episode about men eating ass is really not we're not speaking on any expertise. We're, we're not speaking on any men's behalf also. Yeah, we're not, if you're a man listening to this, please tell us. Like, I really, really want to know. Yeah, why are you eating ass? Yeah, and I'm also at the same time grateful. <laughs> we're just here to present our gratitude towards straight men who eat ass. <laughs> if you're a straight man and you're eating ass, you shout, get a trophy. Shout to you. You get a trophy. You get a trophy. Because, wow, you are doing God's work. <laughs> it's honestly it's next level. Yeah, because would you ever eat ass? I would rather deep throw a cactus. <laughs> so I think it's, I mean, we're here. We're not, I don't need. I won't force you to eat my ass. Yes. But if you want to, I and it's all yours. <laughs> but I personally don't have a fetish towards mm. anal play and ass eating. Right, right. So it's like a... It's I'm like, very curious about it. Yeah. But I think it has to be with someone that I'm comfortable with and not just anyone to, not a to explore this um, full... Yeah, you know. So like a committed partner, you would like uh, you would eat ass of or a committed rotationship. Oh so, wait, you're saying you would eat ass of someone who are, you're in a committed? No. I think it depends. Not like regardless of the status of the relationship, even mm. if it's a, a friends with benefit thing. Mm. As long as I feel comfortable exploring this with this person then mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah because i i would suggest that if you want to try eating ass do it on someone you'll never see again because if you do it on a committed partner they'll be like mm, but 
you know, next time when it comes around, they'll be like, mm, but you ate my ass last Sunday, so why won't you do it now? Yeah, because literally, like, I'm like, wait, but you ate my... So, I'm like, you ate my ass last time. It, was that just an accident? Or... <laughs> it was a slip. Yeah, or is it just way too close to you <laughs> that you had to? Because the limit of my height. I had a, I had a friend who told me about this, and he, yeah. he's a guy, he's a straight man, and he said that he likes to get his ass eaten, and I'm like, ooh, great ooh, on you. Yeah. Yeah, great on you. Um, but he, I was like, but how do you get... Because this man lives in Asia, and mm. I think in Asia this is more of a taboo thing. Yeah. Because sex in general is just very taboo. Yeah. Um, and I was like, how do you get Asian women to eat your ass? And he just says, <laughs> he said, I just keep, I just keep pushing my butt <laughs> upwards where her face is. <laughs> and I'm telling sis, I died. I, I am dead because I just nine and it's finest because sis it don't add up <laughs> don't add up because I just imagine this man who is like I don't know like six and two and like trying to push it's his- suffocation <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna turn into manslaughter and he's just like trying to bait her <laughs> you know like, what would you do it now yeah why don't you just ask <laughs> Just died. I fucking died. It was so funny. Oh. Oh, But I think because it's so taboo that for them to ask, it's almost like they think that people will think they're weird or they think, you know, like a judgmental thing. Yeah. I can see. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but... Mm, Little do they know, I'm so grateful. Yeah, it's... (laughs) I highly recommend... Yeah. If you guys have never explored the territory yeah the pleasure of assing yeah says get your ass ate get out there and get your ass ate before the apocalypse (laughs) (laughs) before the world ends get your ass ate yeah but like what if it's like a thing where your partner says hey I ate your ass it's your turn to eat my ass like a tick for tack (laughs) (laughs) you know what I feel like okay I feel like in sex you shouldn't do anything just to create the reciprocity you should Mm -hmm. do it because you want to and you and your partner gets pleasure from it but i wouldn't i wouldn't eat your ass just so you can eat my ass oh yeah i I would eat your ass because i want to and you don't necessarily have to eat my ass Mm. so in this scenario because you don't you don't want to eat someone else's ass so they also don't have to eat your ass. Yeah, but exactly. If they do, you're like grateful. Yeah, it's amazing. Go, gra- gratitude. Go to the buffet. The buffet. <laughs> <laughs> Go to town on this buffet. <laughs> I really want to tally up how many times we say ass and eat and butt in this span of like maybe ten minutes for episodes. <laughs> it could be like a whole drinking game. <laughs> within the first two minutes yeah but what are some um, what are some other maybe sexual fantasies or Mm. fetishes that you know are popular the one I said in intro nipple biting like I I understand there are it's totally cool like I know there are people that is into that right right and there there are people that is into you know pain which mm. is you know it's whatever floats your boat it's yeah. great like yeah yeah i don't have a problem with anything but nipple biting on a first hookup is like are you mad like <laughs> who told you are you mad <laughs> who told you i i like my nipple it's big. also a lot it's also a lot because sometimes they just go and like are you taking a pill because like <laughs> You trying to bite that thing off? Yeah, it's it just falling go, off. Go at it for like, for like the longest time where you start to feel concerned that <laughs> are you lost? <laughs> it's like I, I I love nipple play and I love like you know the stimulation and everything. Yeah, but like biting, it's pain. It's so much pain. It's so sensitive. Yeah, I would. I actually would just appreciate a little heads up. <laughs> it's like, I understand 
that maybe a lot of people that likes mm-hmm. this. So a lot of men, you know, probably have encountered women that like their mm-hmm. nipples being bit. But when you first hook up with someone, yeah, and they just they bite your nipples. <laughs> The audacity. The audacity. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I I just highly do not ever assume anything. Just because your past sexual partners or partner liked some certain things doesn't mean your current partner does. And it's always good to ask rather than assume. Because you don't want to be biting nipples without you know yeah no surprises here yeah yeah like maybe it's a conversation for later maybe you can just do a slight lick yeah and call a day and see <laughs> call a day and see where it goes and if you know if your partner is like ooh, what what if you suck on it <laughs> and then you're and next thing you know you're breastfeeding <laughs> sometimes when i'm like whoa it's been more than five minutes like i'm starting to get a little bit weird is it like a solo performance of just you and my boobs <laughs> is that like really maternal <laughs> That I'm like a little uncomfortable with. Yeah. And I'll try to like, you know, just bring the person up. Like physically. <laughs> like, sir, 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 the face is up here. Yeah, yeah, we gotta we go. There's a lot of things going on, not just that. <laughs> so yeah, that's my thing. Nipple biting. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I think it's not everyone that likes that. But oh, sure. also when we when we come to talk about um like um when we come to talk about all these false expectations, mm-hmm. I think it really links back to porn because the like, porn industry has has been built to be so competitive that right. it has to get more and more hardcore. They're finding new and invented ways yeah. to penetrate. Yeah. Yeah, like 10 years down the road, people will be fucking a nostril. I show you not. <laughs> Because there's no other, there are no more ways. Yeah, I think it's when, it's when for people who watch porn a lot, it's when those simple, you know, penetration and genital <laughs> stimulation no longer fulfill their, it's just boring to them now. Yeah. So they're yeah. like, give me more, give me more. What else can you get me? Yeah, and especially for young adults and when like men or yeah. you know boys or girls when right. they get into the porn scene, mm-hmm. I'm not saying filming, I'm saying watching. Yeah, <laughs> please do not get into the porn scene if yeah. you are a boy or a girl. Who's yeah, um, when their age is no bueno. Yeah, no bueno. Um, when you start watching porn, you get on I don't know like a porn site. Yeah, any porn site. The first thing you see is not going to be. Uh, Missionary, yeah, it's going to be you know some girl doing triple penetration, yeah, like the girl DVDA while doing aerial yoga or something. <laughs> so for like, them, it really fucks with their yeah their idea of sex because now they're thinking, wow, is that what women like? <laughs> now I got to grow three extra dicks <laughs> and two extra arms. What? Because <laughs> it's wild. It's yeah, like, it, it's that. There is no intro to porn. No, and they don't... It's almost like they are based on similar um, routine that they don't really teach you anything else except for penetration and direct genital stimulation. They don't tell you, you know, like there's a lot to... Mm-hmm. how you can kick off kick off your activity <laughs> other than just straight penetration yeah like there's so much more like kissing kissing hair, hair touching <laughs> neck yeah neck kisses neck is a neck kisses baby neck is a sorcery i'll tell you oh like probably nine out of ten girls if you kiss your neck all their clothes Gone, Gone. disappear. Suddenly, suddenly disappear. Yeah, (laughs) I've asked a lot of girls, and yeah, yeah, I'd be working on my laptop, whatever. If you kiss my neck, I'm in the bedroom without my clothes. (laughs) It's like a magic. (laughs) It's a magic. Kiss them next. Yeah, it's not bite them nips. Yeah. (laughs) So see, that's something that porn doesn't teach you. Yeah, I mean there are categories of porn that does this, but. Mm, it's yeah. not a mass majority of them and it's not like 
It's probably not a popular category as well. Yeah, there's that, you know, like soft softcore, <laughs> romantic porn. Yeah. Massages. Yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. <laughs> those are nice. Those are nice. Those are nice. I like massages. Oh. Yeah, but like for a young adult to get into watching porn, the first thing they see is like, bam, <laughs> bukkake. <laughs> porn industry is so men driven right it's so masculine it's all about facilitating the men's pleasure yes rather yes. than women's yeah so for a guy to see that they they will approach sex in a very masculine way and yeah. very like i gotta fuck you like yeah you know, yeah I gotta, yeah you know. yeah like what you said the other day when uh when oh. <laughs> When guys don't know how to do something, they just use a lot of strength. Yeah, they just do it really hard. They just do it really hard. Yeah, and next thing you know, you got like bruises around your vaginal. Yeah, and your clit is on fire. <laughs> and like, bro, are you trying to start a fire? It's I, I didn't know we were camping. <laughs> It's uh, it's crazy. It's how they <sighs> brothers out there. No, do not use a lot of strength and force. Mm, if anything, less strength and just rip them. Yeah. Listen, listen to some D'Angelo and just follow that man's voice. <laughs> just don't do it hard because it doesn't help. Unless we ask for it. Yes. There are times definitely. Yeah. Do it really hard. Read the scenario. Read the scenario. Fuck really hard when we're about to come. Yeah. <laughs> but don't... Just knowing that um, clit is a very sensitive thing, it's almost like your... It's a... It's a bebe. Yeah. It's a... It's a flower. It's fla- a flower. Yeah. Just be yeah. gentle with it. Yeah. As we say in Mandarin, hua. Hua. <laughs> And I always, I feel like it's really good to talk about these things prior to you having sex, whether it's um, a casual hookup or a committed relationship. Yeah. I think it's good to navigate um, these talks before you actually go and have sex. Yes. Yes. And I think it was really helpful because when I... I mean, I tried that. I tried to have one of these <laughs> talks prior, <Chit-chats. laughs> yeah, prior to um, a more casual encounter. Encounter. <laughs> and it. And can you imagine? We'd be saying ass and fucking, all that, and then when we talk about casual encounter, encounter like why are we all of a sudden? I would like you these? to go from the behind. <laughs> Yeah, but basically, I was like, oh, um, can you tell me what your sexual fantasy is? Yes. And and I told him what mine were, and there was no surprises. Because mm-hmm. just for some people who are maybe newer to the whole sexual fantasy thing, I think when you enter it, and I, don't, I just don't want to scare the other person. You know, yeah. made sex, you're yeah. like choke me really hard and the other person is like what? oh shit <laughs> like I don't want to ca- catch yeah. him off guard I want to be like yeah. look this is this is what I enjoy this is what brings me pleasure mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. how so what brings you pleasure and how do we both get equal pleasure out of this experience yes be, while being really safe and comfortable that's the whole yeah, thing yeah definitely like communication is there's no shame in telling people what your fantasies are because mm-hmm. The other person might have crazier fantasies. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes I've heard some crazy, crazy stories. <laughs> and I'm like, bring it on. Sounds exciting. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. I'm curious. But when we were talking about like young adults getting into, you know, having sex. And I think when we talk about guys so much, like boys so much. But at the same time, uh, I think there should be a lot of focus on girls as well. Because when you're when the entire porn industry is so masculine and so mm-hmm. fix focus on male pleasure, mm-hmm. and if you know the the porn doesn't end until the guy comes, yeah, the guy doesn't come, yeah, the porn just keeps going, and the girl does she come? I don't know. Is it an orgasm know. or a fake orgasm? I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, you never really know. Yeah, and I sometimes even wonder, like, even if she squirts, does she? 
Did she come? I don't know. Mm. Squirting. Another episode. Yeah, that episode. We could we could definitely. Ex- yeah. Um, but um, what I'm trying to say is that for girls to see that kind of very masculine, uh, as a young girl, very masculine sexual, sexual mm-hmm. act. They will go into sex feeling like, oh, I have to be more submissive, or I right. have to be, uh, do these things. I have to, I have to suck a dick like it's my last meal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you don't have to suck a dick if you don't want to. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah, yeah. It and makes them feel like they have to do some things. Yeah, because the porn is so, it's so, especially okay, especially Japanese. It's so submissive. It is. It's so service based. And it's so like like whining. Oh, not whining. More like moaning, like saying no. But then at the same time, it's it's almost like a yes because you know what I mean? There's so many things. There's so many problematic aspects about it. Yeah, and that's what a lot of like Asian young adults go they start off like if you're in asia you probably mm-hmm. be exposed to japanese porn yeah. more often than you are exposed to yeah. uh, western porn because western porn for people in asia might feel like it's more intense like yeah. it's a lot yeah. it's more taboo yeah yeah but then it also they just have that tendency to be like, oh, I gotta be submissive or I gotta be, you know, like, oh, saying no, but actually you want. Yeah. That the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a thing that young adults, I just feel like porn needs to have an intro, an entry point. Yeah. Or I think they just need to be check those contents that they need to have better regulations on what kind of contents enter the site like are you 18 or older and you're like 16 they're clicking yes yeah but then <laughs> but then the mm, yes yeah <laughs> yes i am you don't say <laughs> but the, i think the problem is for example like pornhub then they need to have maybe mm. like filter system like i don't know like people who are doing this like they need you mean, to like, check what is actually being uploaded to their site. If it's really, really wrong, then they mm. probably shouldn't even be there. Wait, are you talking about illegal stuff? Yeah, like uh, things are not right. Yeah, that's, you know, and yeah, I have personally have not seen because some things are fetish, but some things are just illegal. Oh, it's not it's right. A, it's a and, fine line. Yeah, and if <laughs> I am afraid that you know like younger adult mm. will go go in and watch these things yeah and have weird ideas of what's what's okay especially when you maybe didn't have a strong you don't know how to say no mm. and you you're just doing whatever that's being done to you oh yeah i just yeah, yeah. I feel a bit iffy because a lot of like japanese porn is so so focusing on rape culture yeah and, and they, it is disturbing what is the most mind boggling part is that they they blur out all the genitals but the genitals are not the problem of the porn <laughs> it's the content it's the content your genitals are not offensive it's the way you're shooting these things they are wrong <laughs> but they only blur out the genital and I'm like there's so many problems about this porn on so many different levels but you managed to only blur out the genital <laughs> like sis they really don't add up <laughs> it's like oh this would be fine it's like yeah. when you have a problem and yeah. you put like, a tiny ass band-aid on it uh, and I'm like fine. no your entire your entire content is wrong <laughs> when, <laughs> when five Japanese men are gang banging on like oh. a like a like a Japanese girl dressed in a school oh, uniform so bad. and her genitals are blurred I'm like hold on a second yeah hold on like this is entire thing is wrong it's not about <laughs> genitals anymore it's just wild but yeah I definitely think that um there there must be some sort of intro to porn or some sort of um gateway porn what is gateway porn like yeah or it should just be education on 
like sex education, more、right. sexual education to. To ask to let students have a resources or you know a safe space to ask these questions, so I don't have to go online and search up porn、mm-hmm. to answer my questions, which is probably giving me the most awful wrong answers <laughs> to my question. <laughs> like they should just have like a you know like how sex education yeah like, that show is like to have a sex、oh, therapist,、yeah. so then the student can be like, oh, what? Why does this man have this? This like why does this person have this fa-、uh, fantasy or、yeah. this fetish and why does he always ask me to do this? Yeah, and they maybe they then are typing these things onto Google and getting and, some really wild answer. But、yeah. instead, you can just have a professional, true trained therapist that goes like, oh, that's totally normal. That's how you should navigate these、mm-hmm. situations. Sis, you're onto something. Every、yeah. high school should have a dedicated sex therapist. Yeah. Because we all know, and don't pretend you don't know, high、yeah. school kids are having sex. Yeah. They're having sex. Middle school kids are having sex.、Yeah. They're having sex way early than you yeah, can imagine. Yeah, and just because you don't bring out the topic doesn't mean they're not having sex. They're just、yes. having sex without knowing what to do. Yeah. So the somehow they have these my um thought that oh if I don't talk about this subject they won't do it. They will do it. They, they will, will do still it. do it regardless. So and they will do it more because they find it mysterious. Yeah, kids are curious. Yeah, so I think、yeah. the best way to approach it is to just be really open. So, you know, when they actually when the time comes, <laughs> then they know、yeah. how to safely、mm-hmm. do it and protect themselves and、yeah. how to say no if they don't feel comfortable. There should be more resources for young adults out there about about sex, porn, love. And and all、For、these、sure. yeah all these things that they're going into their teens to to know about because if you if you are a young boy and your mother or your father doesn't are they are not believers of you know、mm-hmm. sex education just like. Most of the Asian families、yeah. out there, I've never gotten a sex talk from my parents or any anyone、yeah. that is like a superior figure. Yeah.、Um, so, for them, for young boys or girls to not have these resources, they are going to make bad, awful decisions、mm-hmm. that they have no control over. Their for no control of until it's too late and. You know that that really is a tan. Like we're going on a different. Yeah, on a tangent, but yeah, we but, also should talk about women facilitating our own pleasure. Oh my god, because that's a big thing with、um, talking about like porn and you know men eating ass facilitating yes, pleasures. Yes, and there. You know what though?、Uh, I was thinking about this the other day.、Uh, Asian. Some Asian men have told me.、Um, That、uh, they were, you know, hooking up with people on Tinder, and some girls showed up with vibrators, and they straight up said, "Wow, she must be slut. She must be a whore or whatever." These, you know, terms that. No, they- she is smart. Good for her. <laughs> Good on you, sis. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a note. <laughs> I'm stealing this idea. Yes. And yeah, I've heard that saying. People said that to me, like, "Oh, you know, like that she's easy. She brought her own vibrator." And I'm like, "Are you, are you mad? Are you mad? Are you for real right now? Do you know why they will show up with a vibrator? Listen to me, brother. Listen to me, because they have been through a stormful of fucking bad dicks and hookups. They are just getting hit in their face with. Bad dicks, and then until the point they're like, you know what? I'm bringing my own dick. <laughs> That's so good. I am bringing my own dick, so I don't have to no longer tolerate this bullshit. Yeah. So do not go out and call women slut. Yeah. When they are just trying to facilitate their own. Pleasure. Yeah, they're just telling you what they want. Yeah, I am helping you help me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like when you can tell people what you want, then why can't we as women do the same、yeah. thing? 
If you're gonna come to my house, hook up, and bring your own flashlight, good on you. Good for you. Good for you. I save me time. <laughs> I don't judge. I if that's how you're gonna get off, and yeah. that's the only way you can get off, bring it. Yeah, it yeah. should. You should be able to feel safe, and you know, not be judged by the person you're yeah. allowed to have sex with. It's it's. This is all going back to when we say the porn industry is mm-hmm. so men driven. And men pleasure driven because they find that if a girl comes with a vibrator, they're trying to facilitate their own pleasure. It's not normal, but yeah. no, you have to normalize normalize these things. Yeah, or it hurts them because they think they're not doing a good job, and then they do it really hard. <laughs> And then I just end up getting like a little bruise on my head or some shit. <laughs> yeah. If your if your head is hitting my headboard really hard, that means you're having fun. <laughs> That's I was like, you do realize that those noises are solely from pain, right? Yeah, you do realize that I'm having a concussion, <laughs> and my knee is just crushing into that corner of my nightstand like consistently, and it's just painful, painful existence. <laughs> But we're not like I'm not trying to hate on men, but yes, I'm trying to hate on men who thinks that pleasure for women is not yeah. is not a priority because you gotta rethink your stance really yeah. on that because if you if your woman is not getting pleasure from having sex with you, then you, you need to ask why. Yeah, you need to ask why. You need to have that conversation because then. Don't go and if you if your woman is not enjoying sex with you, then you're not gonna enjoy sex with her. Cause yeah. sex is a two way thing. Yeah. And you're gonna go out and I don't know cheat or she's gonna go out and find someone else in that relationship. I'm not saying sex is yeah. everything, but it's a big part of it. It's a big part, and yeah, like what you said, sex is a two way thing. And if I am not getting pleasure, like equal pleasure as you are, mm-hmm. we are not having sex. You are using my body to masturbate, <laughs> essentially. Cause. <laughs> It has to be a two-way enjoyed experience where both parties feel pleasure. <laughs> They'd be going to a bar and be like, "Dude, dude, I just, I just had like the biggest flashlight last night." <laughs> oh. oh my god! Yeah, but, but all in all, it's like you mentioned not. Think that just because women brought their own devices or their own sex toy is an insult to them. Mm-hmm. Do not put yourself in the narrative. Yeah. Do not. It's not about you. It's about her, and it's about her helping you help her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And so if you, there are so many women, and I say that so many women out there that that you know friends that I've talked to that. Go and hook up with someone and leave without an orgasm. Oh yeah. And they're yeah. like, "Well, it's a norm." Do you realize how often that that how normal that is for women to yeah hook up with someone and not have an orgasm? Yeah, it happens to me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh Personal pain. Yeah, it's it because you know, like honestly, we're so different. We're wired so different than guys. For girls, there's so many issues at play that yeah. you. It's not as simple as one plus one equals two. Yeah, it's like there's so many issues, you know, and sometimes it's hard, especially when I don't have certain like em- emotional feelings towards that person, where yeah. it's just a pure hookup. It's yeah. even harder for me to yeah to reach that point. Yeah, and sometimes it's like I just need to. I gotta like really focus. <laughs> I gotta really focus to yeah. get there. Yeah, there's just so many issues. Yeah, um, otherwise you're just starting time. a fire on my clit. <laughs> yeah, essentially. So I think it's good. We should, as women, we should facilitate our own pleasure. Yeah, and you know, as men, maybe stop asking why she brought her own vibrator. Is this an insult to me? No, it is her, her trying to. Hmm. Facilitate her own pleasure, and at the same time, have a good time with you. And you can also have a good time with her when she is mm-hmm. she is happy when she have an orgasm. Yeah. And also, I think thinking about this, I it, it brought me to thinking about 
the you know how people have their love languages yeah they're also sex languages right yeah like what are your sex language yeah and some men i find that um maybe i i don't know if it's an age thing mm-hmm. i don't know if it's actually an age thing or it just happens to me that for men who are younger mm-hmm. they don't uh, orgasm and pleasure is very one-sided for them yes it's for them it's and it's it might be porn it might be experiences from you know mm-hmm. lack of experiences because you're when you're younger you might not have you know a lot of sexual uh, mm-hmm. experience or encounters that you almost um, that you almost think that pleasure is like your it's like a one-sided thing that you have pleasure and that's it. Mm-hmm. Then you can it's kind of like the end of mm-hmm. the 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 hookup or whatever. It's kind of like porn. Mm-hmm. But when I get older and meet men who are older, mm. they are more giving. They are much much more yeah. giving and more like uh, they find pleasure when you're having pleasure. Yes. Yeah. They're just givers. I am grateful. This is just, this episode is really just us giving our gratitude. Yeah, and calling people out at the same time. <laughs> but I, I agree. I think from like personal experiences, a lot of guys who are closer to my age, usually for them, it's a lot of performance. And when you don't, when you don't reach orgasm, it's it's a thumbs down to their performance. Oh, it's like they also take it personally. Yeah, but I struggle so, I struggle so much to tell them that it's not just this. There is Mm. so many things at play for me to not be able to come, but they, almost all of the times, younger guys tend to just really want to perform and they'll ask me, you know, was my dick 10 out of 10 like that what? type of like that type of like they have a strong urge to really come off as like i'm really good at this did you rate their dick though no i didn't because <laughs> how did i look like i come like, like how if you have to ask me that probably means i didn't <laughs> that's it yeah if you have to ask me if i came yeah i didn't then i probably didn't yeah and I, I find that a lot of times they are having a hard time and they keep trying because they want me to reach orgasm so it's a validation to them that yes you mm. you you fuck really good Oh, it's an ego thing too. Yeah, but for it's like I want you to go and tell all your girlfriends at brunch that I fuck real good. <laughs> yeah, but for for but little do they know. <laughs> <laughs> little do they know. And for older guys that I met, maybe it's because they have had a lot more experiences and in different type of pleasure and different ways, and maybe more partners, so they know how to navigate the whole sex thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it is um, the best sex I've ever had have always been with people that I'm committed with and mm. I I have feelings for. Right. I don't have good sex during hookups. I yeah. I just it, maybe it's a mental thing. I think it's, sex really half of it is a mental thing. It's a mental thing, and I think a lot of times when I'm not comfortable with that person yet, and I really care about how. Then I'll start to think about, oh, wait, and how is I how does my stomach look? Is it hard? Oh! You know, like it's like it's like that thing where it started to get a little more performative rather than yeah. When you're in a committed relationship, it's a little bit different. I think mm, yeah, yeah yeah. And for me, I really have to be able to um, relax and yeah. trust that person in order for me to reach orgasm. So yeah, it's. They're just and it's I think uh, performative is fine. I think sometimes you need that little bit of drama, a little yeah. bit of role play, a little bit of like spice and kicks in it. It's yeah. fun. It's so fun. It's it's really all part of it. Um, so I have no problem with performative, especially when you're sending like if you're just seeing this guy and you're sending them a laundry photo and yeah. you're, in the, you're in the bathroom and done so already breaking break your back. back. two pieces you know what the trick is to get a good mirror (laughs) get a curved mirror get a nice big mirror (laughs) 
Get for, Photoshop. Yeah, for all my friends who seen the mirror in my living room. <laughs> now you know why. But all in all, you know, everybody is beautiful. Yeah. And exactly. if you need that little bit of performance, a little bit of performative, like mm-hmm. dirty talk. Oh, dirty talks are great. Yeah. It's fine. It's amazing. Do whatever you need to do to get there. Yeah, yeah exactly. if you're gonna bring that vibrator to that hookup, bring it, sis. Do it. Bring it. Bring your suck on dildo too. <laughs> it is not. Stop seeing it as an insult. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's too, see it as a benefit. Yeah, we should all like. I think prior to sex, it's always valuable for you to have your conversation and for you know for people mm-hmm. who are listening like. No matter if it's a hookup or you're in a committed relationship, I urge you to do do a vibe check, do a mid-year evaluation <laughs> on your on your current sex life with your partner. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your fetishes? What what are you enjoying right now? What mm-hmm. are you not enjoying? And what can I do better so both of us can get more pleasure yes. out of this? Like to make a more holistic experience. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be like a serious sit down. Like no, we have to talk about something. Like it doesn't have to be that kind of no. conversation. It could just be you know over the phone, over the dinner, and be like, oh, remember that thing you did last time? I really like that. Or yeah. even during sex. Yeah, you can have these convers small conversations like you know oh whatever you know when they're doing something to you and you're like "Mm, i really like that yeah so those are like small bits of information Mm -hmm. and encouragement that gives them the hint that you want to you know keep licking my neck (laughs) keep you know yeah these socks will come off and the next thing you know is the top (laughs) all these little things all adds up together yes yeah Hopefully, you guys take away something from this and go and have that conversation. I'm, I'm having so much fun talking about sex. I know. Yeah, this is okay. also the episode that my family would disown me. <laughs> Mom, click out of this right now. What do you mean? She should have clicked out of it like when we started. She's already like signing papers to disown me. But yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely do a follow-up episode. We'll talk about something else, but... Yeah. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I have a question. When do you think is the best time to have that conversation? Like, how many dates in? I mean, the last time was the first time I had that conversation. It was the first date. Oh. And, and wow, you moved quickly. <laughs> but it, it was kind of like... Uh, is it, it, was, it was shaping up like it's going to be a... Uh, friends with benefit or fuck buddy kind of situation. Is it because you already have that in mind? Like, I'm not going to pursue anything more than just a casual thing. So then you just put that out there up front. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I started, I went on a date um, with that, like, with the intention that, yes, I'm just seeking a more casual relationship, but I'm not opposed to, you know, a relationship relationship if it comes to yeah. that. That if I, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. But yeah, yeah. So in the first day, then that's how we started the conversation. So I basically just ask what yeah, you know your sexual fantasy is. What if what if it's someone that you want to potentially have a, a, mm. a something more than just a casual relationship with? I think you should talk about it when you feel ready, but. I think before you actually have sex might be a good time. Mm. And it's also that little bit of like spice, you know, the it's little flirting. Yeah, it's like, it's oh, flirting. what is your sexual fantasy? Flirtation. Because I think having the talk beforehand, it gives me a little, it gives me a good idea of, you know, what I should be expecting. And mm-hmm. going into it, I feel less tense. Like, I, I'm not thinking yeah. oh what's gonna come up like what is he gonna do or what yeah. is his pleasure that <laughs> you know i already talk about all these things with him yeah yeah that i can just be more at ease yeah is he gonna pull out like a, <laughs> a double and a dildo so we can both use <laughs> but I'm like, but yes. you, you never know what's gonna happen maybe. yeah or like you yeah. talk about you know and then he's like yeah i'm actually not into that so you know yeah okay maybe he's not the one <laughs> choke me like what what do you 
what do you think? Like, how, what is up? Ooh, I, I, okay. This, the way that I approach dating is usually that I go on, the first date is always coffee. Mm-hmm. So something chill and definitely d- probably will not get into like a sex talk just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I don't know, just cause you're always, first date, you're talking about like bullshit. Like what do you do for work or like. No, first day is sex talk. Second day is childhood trauma. <laughs> You know, move fast. You move fast. I'm on next level. You got, I ain't got time to waste. I'm 73. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's... It, first day is always very casual. You talk about your travel history or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that kind of that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. what do you do for work? What are your hobbies? That, those yeah, shit, yeah. Right? And then you kind of... You know, it's very light. And then second day, you could go... If you do... If I do decide to have a second date with this person, that means I, you know, have some sort of, you know, I got, a, I did a vibe check. Mm-hmm. We can go to dinner. Cause now, why I do coffee for a first date is that I don't want to commit to two hours. Like, whereas if, you know, oh, true. a dinner would be like two hours. True. I don't want to commit two hours if I know 20 minutes in that you ain't the one. Yeah. And also, you don't have that pressure, pressure of like, oh, where do we go now? It's like nine. Yeah. And coffee is like, okay, it's four. I'm going home. <laughs> And always do it on like a work day. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, I got work tomorrow. Yeah, midweek, like Wednesday, Thursday. Be like, mm, I gotta, I gotta work tomorrow. I can't. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I always do that first day is coffee, so it's casual conversation, and then it mm-hmm. goes into like dinner where you get a little bit more intimate. You know, maybe a little flirting, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And then third day could be drinks. Yeah. Or like you know we have dinner with drinks. Yeah. And then when you get into drinks, like third, fourth day, mm-hmm. we get into drinks. That's when I would get. That's when flirting is at its optimal, peak, optimal peak, peak hour. Peak hour performance. Peak pinnacle yeah. hour. That's where flirting is at. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I was slipping a little bit, like a little bit of sex talk right. and asking, you know, kind of like asking what they're feeling like yeah and then once i realized they like insects i'm like bitch i'm out of here oh you know you know you're gonna they're gonna show up with a bag of insects and be like "Mm, can you step on these (laughs) oh some shit like that yeah yeah something you know something really out of my realm of exceptions but definitely do it when whenever you feel comfortable it's like yeah. there's no there's really no right time to do it it, it honestly depends on you know your 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 comfort level and the dynamic and mm-hmm. everything but mm-hmm. definitely do it yeah yeah so to end this little bits of podcast how can men do better <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing great I love men. Men are great. And I have so many great men in my life. Yeah. Um, that have treated me so well, brought me so much laughter and mm-hmm. pleasure, and really shouts to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. When my pleasure equals your pleasure, you got it. You, you got it. You're a star, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. yeah. You're a star, baby. I think it's just we can yeah these conversations should definitely be more open so you know mm-hmm. yeah as men and as women you don't feel like you're stepping into like yeah. some weird taboo situation when yeah it should just be an open conversation it's like what did you eat today it should be like what are your sexual fantasies what did you eat today your ass <laughs> I want to right. what are you gonna eat today your ass, your ass. <laughs> but, but also how can women do better because you know equality I have to ask Definitely, definitely voice whatever you have on your yes. mind. If you're uncomfortable, say it. No is no. Yeah. Maybe is a no. Uh, okay is a no. Only yes means yes. Yes. Nothing else <laughs> means yes other than yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think collectively, men and women have conversations. Yeah. Don't, have, yeah, don't be shy. Men and men, women and women, men and women, anything, anyone, two people have conversation. Two don't people have, yeah. conversation. have conversation. Three people have conversation. Oh, Five now we're people. talking. <laughs> <laughs> have a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Be, be just, speak your truth and be real to yourself and to your partner. That's how you will have great sex. Yes. Great, great sex. Yeah. Yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now we have come to our little segment where Toby tells you what she bought. Yeah, what did you buy this week? <laughs> what is giving you life? What is giving me life? So I definitely wanna talk about diet, healthy diet. It is a game changer. I've started to cut out processed sugar and a lot of processed carbs in my diet. And it has gave me a lot more energy, and I feel so great.、Do、my、you? body is a temple. Honestly,、yeah. I yeah. mean, from time to time, I do crave a little something, something, but but that's just、mm. yeah. I try to I give myself like one one cheat meal per week where I can、What? have like one thing that I want. Wow! But proud of you. That's that's tough because I I love food, and for me, it's like. It's so hard, but I think it's for me to develop. The whole point of this is for me to develop a better relationship with food, so I don't.、Mm. So it's like everything in small doses, and you know, to eat really healthy, so my body will feel great.、Mm-hmm. Highly recommend, and also great incense that I picked up from Old Faithful shop. <laughs> All my Vancouver friends. So great. It's called the brand is called Elements, and I forgot which one I got, but it has like tobacco and vanilla and cedar wood. I want to say. Oh, I, I love cedar wood. Sandalwood or cedar wood, one of them.、Mm. But it's great. It makes me feel grounded. I burn it in the morning before I sit down、mm-hmm. to work.、Mm-hmm. Amazing. What's giving you life this week? Uh, definitely your. Your little what was it chia seed thing <laughs> that you posted? I've started making. I I'm calling it. You call it wealth is. Wait, health is wealth. My body is a <laughs> chia seed coconut pudding bowl. I call it my yin and Toby Yang. Oh God, <laughs> yin and Toby Yang. My healthy yin and Toby Yang. Coconut pudding bowl. It's too long. It's too long. <laughs> It doesn't roll off tongue. <laughs> It does not.、Um, and also, just to go with the entire、uh, topic of today's episode,、mm-hmm. I do really, really recommend people go and watch Sex Explain on Netflix.、Oh. And it talks about. I think the first episode talks about fetishes and fantasy, and it、uh, it. Does all these? It gives you all these data and information about、uh, about people and their fantasies.、Uh, if you even if you say you have a rape fantasy or like an intruder、mm-hmm. fantasy, doesn't、mm-hmm. mean you actually want to be raped or in, you know,、mm-hmm. have an intruder in your house.、Mm-hmm. It's all、uh, a, a mental thing, and every it's it's a healthy thing. It's、yeah. not saying that you have issues. So just go watch it. is is really good because there are times where I have some fantasy. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Do I should I clear my history? <laughs> But really, it's not it, as long as it's not you know illegal thoughts、mm-hmm. or thoughts that are that is going to harm another person. Yeah, exactly. Then all is well, as Oprah says. Yeah. Do Oprah want to be shouts in this kind of episode? Shouts to Oprah. <laughs> strong,、so、strong independent woman. <laughs> shouts all the strong independent women. Yes.、Yeah, shouts to all the strong independent women and men out there. Yeah. Shouts to y'all. Yeah. Shouts to y'all. And see、Goodbye. you next time. Get your ass ate. Get your tits licked, baby.